Howdy and welcome back to This Is News. I'm Reem Mayhem, joined as always by This Is News, Suez Canal tugboat captain Jack Shields. Jack, how are you doing this week? I'm doing great, Reem. Thanks for having me. I just have a few things I would like to say before we get started today. Communists oh are trash. Um, socialists basically are communists. Uh, China should fight me. Christians are the best. And Karl Marx is a jerk-off. Any uh, specific thoughts on Catholics? Decent, but fish is weird. Glad we, glad we got all of that out of the way. Well, let's dive right in. Oh, the Prime Minister. What's a good idea? I move we take the speaker's words down. Mr. President, catch this. The point of order is sustained. I rise today to begin to filibuster America and reach for the stars. We are human together. The best in America. I, I might have got here on my own. Howdy and welcome back to This Is News. I'm Reem Mayhem, joined as always by This Is News Suez Canal tugboat captain Jack Shields. Jack, how are you doing this week? I'm doing well, Reem. It's uh, really me this time. Uh, listeners, you got to basically peer into the mind of my sister and see exactly what she thinks of me. And it was it was incredibly accurate for that uh, cold opening. But I would like to start this podcast with an urgent announcement for you listeners. Now, normally, I'm telling you to give me money. And if you wish to give me money, you 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 can always just head on over to the Instagram and, and let me know. But uh, recently it was Remay Ham's birthday. He, he is now 20 years old. Reem is. So for this one week and this one week only mind you, I'm going to ask that you instead give Reem money. You are here listening to make us rich. That, that is the point. That is why God <laughs> has placed you here in this moment. And frankly, you're, you're letting us down thus far. I hate to say it, listeners. You've been loyal, but you there hasn't been enough. There hasn't been enough money, but Reem needs that money. He needs to pay for college and whatever else Reem spends money on. Who who knows, really? Uh, but yeah, send send the checks to Reem Mayhem this time in, in at This Is News Pod. Reem, how are you doing now that you are free from the burdens of college-level elections? Well, um, it's not over yet, um, which is has absurd SCOTUS, to say. Has SCOTUS had to step in? It's basically over, but um, it's not completely over. As, so, long as, as long as QAnon doesn't hear about it, I think we're good. I think we're about two weeks away from... So, backstory here, listeners. Last election cycle, some people got really mad at the Commissioner of Elections and then tried to impeach them, and then they resigned, which is why I'm now commissioner of elections. The people who got mad, the people who lost. Funny how that works. Um, and you caused I think we're this about, to get him removed from his seat so you could ascend and take power, right? I think we're about two weeks out from a similar thing happening to me. Um, so pretty excited we, for that. We will not let Reem lose his job. We will, listeners, we will start trends on Twitter. We will get this done. We will cancel the cancelers. All right, we we got this. Ring, your job is safe with us for sure. Um, the funny thing is, I'm actually leaving the job. I think next week, um, if um, never mind, all goes according to plan. But uh, yeah, um, fun times, fun times. So really excited for that. Um, I don't know. 
we're just kind of all hanging out, having a good time. All right, yeah. this, this intro is, is slowing down rapidly, so we're going to move into Suez the Canal. <laughs> no, Gatesgate is first. Oh, sorry, sorry, Jeez, sorry. obey the outline, Reem. Apologies. You, you take away the order, society falls apart. Gatesgate. Now, Gatesgate is one of the most... It's terrible, like, objectively. It's so predictable, though. But it's it's wonderful, and it just affirms, like, for, for several long years, I've had so many conservatives look at me and be like, look, I get that he tweets bad stuff. I get that he's a bad person, but he isn't your preacher, all right? Character doesn't matter. Policy matters. Well, well, well. Turns you also out, said that in 2016, for the record. No, I said that I need judges, so I'll sacrifice every other thing I believe in for judges. That's that's a little okay. different. Glad we're, uh, glad we're making your Faustian bargain here on the record. Yeah, I wasn't I wasn't negating that character matters. I was just saying it matters, but we have an overriding principle here. But anywho, Matt Gates basically proves all of my points about why Trump was a cancer to the Republican Party. He's a horrible person, and that horrible personality that horrible character has policy effects like he's not a conservative he's a he's a populist who is self-interested and his beliefs is whatever helps matt gates get on tv and get clicks on twitter now that's enough reason to hate him it's enough reason to hate him after his behavior after a literal insurrection at the capitol fanned on by lies spread by people like matt gates but Oh, what happened, Dream? What did we discover? We discovered, and this is according to CNN. That the DOJ is awesome. <laughs> yeah, the, so this is per CNN. The Justice Department is investigating Representative Matt Gates over allegations involving sex trafficking and prostitution, including a 17-year-old minor. Now, Oops. this is this is bad. This is this yes. is not acceptable. This is this is jail worthy. And also a recent reports. This isn't a crime, but this is at least I don't think. But it's disgusting. He was apparently sharing nudes with women he had had sex with 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 a fellow congressman on the House floor. So that would get you landed in HR. Uh, if these allegations are true, he should resign in disgrace or be removed by the House of Representatives absolutely disgusting and the best part is like a few weeks ago he tweeted that if there was ever a scandal about him he wanted to be called gatesgate so here you go bro here here's your opportunity but also if you, if you feel the need to go through his twitter feed and you go all the way down to about 2017 which god be lift you you went through a lot of crap going that far on that man's twitter feed you will find a picture of him talking about how much he enjoyed his stay talking to some local high school kids at one of the at one of the high schools and is he with a bunch of kids in a classroom setting with a teacher present no is he with an adult? No. Is he with both boys and girls? No. He has photographed himself with just a bunch of random teenage girls who he was apparently having lunch with. And apparently people have reported that they've seen him at dinners with with kid-looking girls. so Or childlike-looking girls. So uh, allegations are probably true. Matt Gates is the worst. Let's, let's get him the hell out of Congress. Reem, your thoughts on this disgusting pervert who we all knew deep down was a disgusting pervert even before we had the evidence. So there's a fun timeline of events here, listeners, which <laughs> I think has been lost on many of us. Um, this investigation opened while Bill Barr was still attorney general. So there's that. 
But I, I seem to remember Bill Barr got taken by the deep state, uh, according to QAnon. So we, can, oh, we can't trust right. him. Yeah, we can't yeah trust that's him. right. My bad. My bad. Yeah. Um, corollary to that, the day the story breaks, first comes a story from Axios. Reliable. Super. Uh, one of my favorite, what I'm going to call mainstream outlets right now. Same um, here. That says Matt Gates is considering retiring from Congress to start a show on Newsmax. And everyone was kind of like, okay, cool. It's worth noting he would not change his behavior at all because he doesn't actually legislate now. So, be no yeah, difference. it's like Congress is performative because it's fundamentally broken, in part because we have C SPAN cameras everywhere. But um, I digress. So, I mean, you're not wrong. So, Matt Gates, you know, we all see this. I think everyone kind of kept going about their day. Then, then, listeners, the same day, the New York Times comes out with a story about, oh, yeah, Matt Gates is under investigation by the feds because uh, he likes kids. Mm-hmm. Not great. Um, what are starters. the worst things, qu- quite honestly? Yeah, pretty... Pretty far, lo- like pretty low on the list of. Like it's one of those things where if the dad beats the crap out of him, the jury better let him get off the hook, even if he's yeah. clearly guilty. Like, like are there crimes that like carry a worse sentence? Yes, but like espionage doesn't feel as bad as this. Um, well, it depends on if it's the Chinese doing it, Rim. Like there are some some spies that we need to. Like, like talk to, talk to Eric like Swallow quite, about that. Like espionage isn't quite as like morally bankrupt as this feels. Um, I mean, yeah. I mean, you can't like it's sleeping with kids. Like you can't get worse yeah. than that. I mean, I feel like we could spend a solid two minutes here, three minutes here, Jack, talking about crimes that are maybe worse, like punishment wise, but not actually as bad as this. Um, I mean, it's statutory rape, I believe, because. Well, it's also the New York Times story details how he paid for someone underage to fly to DC to see him. That is that's a no no. That is and that's a, a that that makes it federal, y'all. <laughs> Crossing state lines. State lines. Let's go. Yeah, well, Reba and oh, I were boy. so confused at first. We were like, "Why is the Justice Department involved?" And then it was like, "Oh, no, you were confused." I I, I asked you why, and you were unable to explain it at first. So that's uh, that's on you, Reba. Well, um, thank you, Jack, for stopping me from letting myself sound smarter than I am. Um, well, when you make it be at my expense, you leave me no choice, my friend. So that occurred. Um, <laughs> and then Matt Gates goes on Fox News to Tucker Carlson's show. Because, wait, wait, know, wait, wait. I, I have to interject. First, there were the tweets. There were the tweets about how his family's being extorted and he yeah. is cooperating with the FBI. Yeah. But but yeah. go on. It's Tucker time. So Tucker Carlson has all has clearly been talking to Fox News's legal team more than he was post-election. Um, because Matt Gates basically says to Tucker, Yeah, there was a dinner and I was there with a girl and you were there with your wife, and Tucker goes, I have no recollection of that event. And let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> clearly Tucker has learned a lesson from the dominion thing, which is when the lawyers tell you not to say something, 
don't say the thing. And then immediately after the interview, Tucker goes, that was one of the weirdest interviews I've ever conducted. And like, folks. And the look on his face the entire interview was priceless. Like, Tucker's got the most, like, what is this stupid idiot saying? Look down. And I'm, I'm folks, here for it. Tucker is trying to not get implicated in this. And well, Matt also, Gates was trying to implicate Tucker. <laughs> like, do you think it was all just, like, wanting to do what the lawyers want? Or was this legitimately the weirdest interview Tucker Carlson has done in some time? Because I think any reasonable person would have left that interaction being like, what the hell? Because it Didn't was he interview Andrew Yang? Andrew Yang hasn't slept with kids, man. He just wants to give everyone That's free true. money and open a people's bank. No, That's but that true. interview was pretty weird. Well, maybe it wasn't weird for Tucker. Yeah, we're talking about Tucker That's Carlson. True. Matt Gates was accused of sleeping with a kid and he comes up and his defense is, I went to dinner with your wife. That is a really weird interview, man. That is a bizarre interview. Also, what a rude move. This guy gives you airtime after you're accused of a crime and you're like, let me talk about all of my private interactions with you. Like, why don't you just go through his text messages? Like, let's, let's do that. But yeah, continue, yeah. continue your thoughts on this. Yeah. So Tucker Carlson. Yeah. So then people start digging through Matt Gates's Twitter. <laughs> a week ago, Elon Musk said that if there's ever a uh, controversy around him, he wants it to be called like what? Elongate or Muskgate? Elongate. Or Elongate. Elongate. Yeah. Which is. It's funny. Objectively funny. Well, Gates quote retweeted that saying, if there's ever one about me, I want it to be called Gatesgate. This was a week ago, folks. <laughs> Ask and you shall receive. Ask and you shall receive. Um, so here we are. Don't forget, here he also are. has a tweet, and I quote, there should be no age limit for sexiness. Or maybe it was for sexy. But either way. Ooh. Yeah, I forgot about that one. Well, we way. all remember when he was like oddly interested in Tiffany Trump, who's like quite a bit younger than him. Now, granted, she was over the age of 18 at the time, but like. There's still there's a point where it's legal, but it's not right. And he was at the legal but not right stage. And yeah, and he is married, right? Like this man has a wife. Let, let me I want to make sure I get this right. I, I don't want Does he? Matt Matt Gates, Gates um wife. Oh, thank God he's not married. Or let's see. Is he? No, but he has a fiance. <laughs> not anymore <laughs> like you ladies if you're ever engaged to a man and it comes out that he flew a 17 year old out to have sex with her that is god telling Jack, you, you want to know her name he's not the one what what rain what's her name ginger lucky okay maybe he is the one for you if your name is ginger <laughs> lucky that might be as high as you can get like Maybe go with Matt Gates if your name is Ginger Lucky. Um, and never, look, any expecting parents, never name your kid Ginger Lucky unless you want them to end up with Matt Gates. Like, who saw that coming? Let's just name the next one Diamond. But, uh, yeah. I feel like uh, I, I want to take this big picture now here. You know, I've been anti-Matt Gates for a while, been kind of opposed to this um, turning point, like, this is our guy, kind of like... On the libs! 
cult status figure he's he, he's attained. Um, you know, he has his podcast Hot Takes with Matt Gates, which like that in and of itself should have been a red flag. I generally don't like politicians who have podcasts. That's um, kind of a funny name, though. I will give him credit. He's good at naming things. He's very good at naming things. Gates Gate, Hot Takes with Gates. Like, good for him. Credit where credit is due. Um, I am incredibly excited to see how this... Um, he. Here's what I've been amazed by. So far, I haven't seen much anti-anti-Gates stuff happen. Like, I mean, I think as we proved with Roy Moore, we have a line. And that line is children. That's a pretty pathetic, like, that's way too late to be drawing the line. Like, the line needs to be there. But, it, but yeah. I've just been, I, I've been impressed that anti-anti-Gates hasn't started yet. I'm sure it will. I've just been impressed so, so far. I hate I hate to ruin your mood. It has. You don't follow all the people on the right that I do. Oh, good. It, it has. Kyle Becker comes to mind. Like, here's a here's a good thing. If if anyone ever thinks they might be wrong about something, see if Kyle Becker agrees with you. And if he does, you, you're probably wrong. So, yeah, uh, the big issue, it's just what aboutism. They'll be like, oh, you care about Gates, but what about like Bob Menendez or Andrew Cuomo? Which, by the way, no one has won this news cycle more than Andrew Cuomo. <laughs> he's like, got to slip away, got to slip away. <laughs> oh, no, no, but he's back in it now because apparently the state of New York told him not to use public property while working on his book. And um, he did. That's the scandal. Like that's that's not that's like getting Capone for tax evasion. <laughs> like okay, but they still put him in jail. So like fair enough, fair enough. But yeah, I love if like that's the reason they impeach him. <laughs> like look, you you groped women, you killed our grandparents, but you wrote a book on public property, man, and that we cannot allow. Not in New York. But yeah, uh, there's there's many morals to learn from this. Uh, there's the obvious ones. Don't don't sleep with kids. I, I hope I don't need to tell that to anyone. If I if I do, I will I will use the death penalty on you. Re might be anti death penalty, but uh, I have no such moral qualms. So I'll come for you. But uh, yeah, don't don't sleep with kids. Do not fly kids out to sleep with them. Don't don't fly kids out at all. It um just because Michael Jackson did it does not mean that uh you should be doing it. It probably wasn't okay with him doing it either. Uh. Let's just, let's bring a parent at least if we're going to be flying anyone out. Uh, if you are a grown man and you are visiting a high school, do not sit with just girls. Uh, just just going to put that out there. Reem, Reem, you thinking all these are good points thus far? Okay, he now has his lawyer approved statement, which, are, are you ready for this, Jack? I am, I am psyched. Let's, let's hear the Gates lawyer statement. Matt Gates has never paid for sex, the statement said. <laughs> for starters, that line brings back so many, like, <laughs> why are people asking all these questions that my I have never paid for sex t-shirt already answers? That, um, also, it's a little concerning. That does not deny that he had sex with a minor, just that he didn't pay. Then it goes on. Matt Gates refutes all the disgusting allegations completely. Matt Gates has never been on any such websites whatsoever. Matt Gates cherishes the re- oh boy. Matt Gates cherishes the relationships in his past and looks forward to marrying the love of his life. Um. <laughs> That's a horrible defense. <laughs> <What>? <coughs> I mean, dude, like 
plenty plenty of people in jail cherish the relationship. The jury just didn't feel the same way. It's so yeah. Obviously, Matt Gates is having a terrific week. Um, I want to see. I want to see if his office has published any press releases. Jack, you keep you keep doing doing your thing. I'll. Uh... So so this does. Uh, there is a serious point to make here. We are now. We are now okay. a party. The Republican Party is now a party where Marjorie Taylor Greene says, "Hey guys, those Jews have a space laser, and I'm a little worried about that." And instead, instead of excommunicating her from everything. The Republicans stand by her and they're like, it is a travesty to strip her of her uh, House House committee assignments. It's not a travesty. It's a tra- travesty she ever got them in the first place, you idiots. So so she, she does that and she gives this fake apology where she's like, I was allowed to believe these things. Uh, first of all, you have agency. You are an independent woman. Um, you, you believe them on your own. You, you just are a bad, stupid person. Um, yeah, you're, you're trash. And Matt Gates afterwards said her apology was so good. He felt like smoking a cigarette, which also coincidentally is what he says after he leaves the high school. But, um, the fact is we have a Republican party that allows these two people in right now and has them on committee assignments. We need them out of the party. If the party is going to go in a good direction, Reem, you have something to say. Very. I found very the press release. Um, uh, this takes precedent over my point. Reem, this I is need from two days ago when release. the this is from two days ago when the story just came just came out. Um, Tell me everything. Here we go. Washington D.C. That's how you know. That's how you know we're in we're in for a good one. The it's swamp. From, it's from the D.C. office and not the district office. Okay, here we go. U.S. Congressman Matt Gates, Florida one. Okay. Today released the following statement in response to the false to false allegations, mm-hmm. good so far, of misconduct instigated by a former DOJ official, fine so far, seeking to extort both him and his family. Whoop, there it is. Now we get to get into this. Over the past several weeks, my family and I have been victims of an organized criminal extortion involving a former DOJ official seeking $25 million while threatening to smear my name. Cool. Very interesting. We have been cooperating with federal authorities on this matter, and my father has even been wearing a wire at the FBI's discretion or direction to catch these criminals. Interesting. The planted leak in the New York Times tonight was intended to thwart that investigation. No part of the allegations against me are true, and the people pushing these lies are targets of the ongoing extortion investigation. I demand the... Here's where it gets great. I demand, because, you know, I, a backbench congressman, have the power to do so. The DOJ immediately released the tapes made at their direction, which implicate these former colleague... their, Their former colleague in crimes against me based on false allegations. Um... So let's go to the New York Times article on this. Jack, you you can riff on that press release for a moment, but um, we're, we're going to go to the New York Times article. So I will say there. first, I have the uh, CNN article still up. I'm reading through it. Uh, Florida-based federal prosecutors are examining the extortion allegations, but they're being handled separately from the investigation of Gates. And it isn't as if this has just springed up out of nowhere because someone's trying to extort Gates. Like, let's assume that he's right, even though he's definitely not. The reason Gates is being investigated is because 
Federal authorities are investigating Gates as part of a broader probe into Joel Greenberg. The person briefed on the probe told CNN, and who is Joe Greenberg? A former county official in Central Florida who was arrested last year on charges that include sex trafficking of a minor. So, yeah. They've got pretty good grounds, because if you're hanging out with the dude who trafficked a minor... Odds are you might have you might have done the same thing. Don't don't hang with the wrong crowd, people. It's not it's not wise. So Matt Gates did an interview with the New York Times before they released their story. Genius. Because the New York Times upholds journalistic efforts on mm, a mm, lot of stories. Mm. Majority of stories. Um, okay, if we're doing preponderance of evidence, then yeah, they might make the cut. Um. <laughs> Here's what he said. Mr. Gates in an interview that his lawyers had the Mr. Gates said in an interview that his lawyers had been in touch with the Justice Department that they were told he was the subject, not the target, of an investigation. Quote, I only know that it has to do with women, Mr. Gates said. Quote, I have a suspicion that someone is trying to recategorize my generosity to ex-girlfriends as something more untoward. Okay, so I just want to know the age of the girlfriends, bud. That's that's the issue here. Like, if they're 25, you be as generous as you want, and you fly them whatever you want. Now, you're going to have to talk to God about some of the stuff you do, but you won't have to talk to a jury. But uh, so want to. I just want to make something clear, like, about Matt Gates. You don't have to answer questions, right? So the article doesn't say anything about gifts to former girlfriends. Now, I want to know about gifts to former girlfriends. Exactly. And and ladies and gentlemen, let me just step in with some advice here. There, there are two maxims that are good to live by. Do what your preacher says, and don't do what your lawyer says not to do. Also, it's... Matt Gates is a lawyer. <laughs> yeah, here's, here's rule number one of when you get accused of a crime. Even... Not even in something as extreme as sleeping with a kid, which is pretty damn extreme. Like any crime, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. Let your lawyer do everything you shut up. Now, I will say it is a bit of a balance for a politician because while shutting up can win you the legal battle, you can lose the public opinion battle. So there is a balance that has to be found for politicians. But this is just, Reem, I think we can agree. This is one of the stupidest, like, I don't know if there's a strategy. I mean, this is the dude who loved Trump and was never going to love a president again. So we are not working with America's best and brightest here. But have you ever seen someone do a legal strategy this dumb other than Donald Trump? Yes. Like, given compared to Sidney Powell, this this does look kind of like the greatest lawyer of all time. Like, this looks like Blackstone and John Marshall combined. But that's Sidney Powell. Um for, for Matt Gates, this is a pretty impressive. And real quick tangent on that, listeners, that has nothing to do with this, but I think Reem's going to be okay with me interjecting this. City Pal is having to state in court that no reasonable person could ever believe her election lies. So, yeah, you were all. Do- Matt Gates went to a top fifty law school. Where? That's not that impressive. Where would he go? William and Mary. Okay, that's that's not impressive at all. His undergrad degree is. <laughs> Although the no, history this explains a lot. His undergrad degree is from Florida State. So. But. 
okay. voter, voters who went to Florida State, we we think you are great people, and uh, I don't know why my co-host would insult you like that, and we look forward to your votes in the future. Um, well, as an LSU fan, we hate the Florida Gators, for starters, but it's well, kind yeah. of easy just to... Yes, but Florida State's not Florida Gators. That's different, Reem. As an Aggie, we can unite on this. Florida Florida Gators suck, all right? They, they produce... Racist murderers. That's that's who's in their football team. Okay, but it's also easy to make fun of Florida State for many of the same reasons. It's easy to make fun of Florida. Um, yeah, there's a lot of reasons to make fun of Florida. It's like also let's talk about the fact that on the controversy section of his Wikipedia page, he's now up to ten. He has 10. been a congressman for three years. Who hasn't done crap? He hasn't passed. Has he passed Sorry, a bill? Four years. Has he passed a bill? Has he written a bill? Guys, until he has we... definitely written bills. Until we uh, desire to uh, elect representatives who are interested in legislating, don't don't complain when Congress doesn't do anything. I don't want to hear it. Like, that's not my problem. He has introduced bills. Ooh. Have any of them passed? Any of I'm, them? I'm looking. Um, only one has passed one chamber. We got a real Henry Clay over here. It was HR 2370 of the 115th Congress. Um, and it basically let a county in Florida sell some land. All right. Yeah. Um, um, G- it Gates. did not pass the Senate, though. It only passed the House. Wow. But yeah, uh, Gates, I really think this brings into question the larger problems about the GOP. We have lost our soul under Trump. All the policies we got might be a Pyrrhic victory at this point. Like, uh, the, the damage is substantial and increasing every day. And Gates is just an embodiment of the damage Donald Trump has wrecked upon the GOP. But also, uh, this this story brings into question to who is a child and who is an adult. I uh, when the story broke that this girl was seventeen, I wanted to know the legal ramifications of it. Was he was he just a pervert or was he a criminal? And I had to like look up the age of consent in Florida compared to other states because seventeen year old in te- Texas is the age of consent, so that would not have been a crime. She would have been considered an adult. We need to figure that out. Like we need our laws to be consistent. I, it can't be that you're a kid in one state and not a kid in the other. You're either a kid or you're not. Let's get some uniformity on these standards. What's up, Reem? You'll remember how Joel Greenberg is uh, where a lot of this stems from, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. There's a picture Joel Greenberg posted on Twitter in 2017. Mm -hmm. Jack, please guess who the two individuals in that picture are. Matt Gates, underage girl. No, Matt Gates and. Noted federal criminal Roger Stone. Beautiful, beautiful. An unholy trinity of perverts and criminals. I love it. It's so terrific. Yeah, if I, you if you okay, read, we, go I, ahead. I'm sorry. Glad. If you read through the Proverbs, one of the one of the things Solomon is big on is uh avoid the bad bad apples. Like pick pick your friends well. Gates did not do that. Gates, Gates did not do that at all. But Reem, your last thought before we move on to the uh, major story of the night. 
this is awesome. <laughs> well, it's not. What's happening at Gates is awesome. What happened to the 17-year-old is horrific. Man. Yes. Be with her. <laughs> help her out. I mean, she just, she can't, she can't legally consent. Like, she cannot be blamed for any of this. She cannot legally consent. This is a, this is a disgusting time. But we move on to a happier, but just as hilarious to talk about subject. The Suez Canal, one of the crowning achievements of the British Empire, who the sun never set on. This, this glorious world power from which the United States originated and eventually supplanted in every imaginable way because we're better, built the Suez Canal, and for years it has improved trade and made free trade across the world a better place. But what happened? One ship. It took one ship derailing it. It got stuck. We didn't know what to do. We went back to using South African freaking shipping routes or routes ream your your thoughts on one of the most bizarre news stories out of 2021 thus far reject modernity embrace tradition um um, no in all seriousness um yeah in uh in all seriousness um god it's so funny um so I am I, I am so sorry, listeners, that we took the last two weeks off because last week's podcast would have only been about this. Um again, that's all his fault. That that is in it's fact all, all my fault. fault. Yes, but still that, give that, him money because of his birthday. It, it is in fact my fault. Um This is funny as heck. So there's a designation of ship called Suez Max. Jack, can you can, can you guess what a Suez Max ship is? It's one that can block the Suez Canal if there's a sandstorm. No, it's the largest ship that that's supposed to be allowed in the Suez Canal. Do you think the Ever Given was a Suez Max ship, or do you think it was larger? Oh, it was larger. That is correct. This ship was larger than what is supposed to be the maximum ship allowed in the Suez Canal. Well, there's red flag number one. Um, Two, this ship gave us some exceptional memes. My personal favorite was Bernie with the uh, middens being on the ship. I I liked that. Oh, my favorite was the little excavator that could one. (laughs) That one, that one got some mileage from me. I'll say that. Um, Oh, and then it had the guy from Lord of the Rings. It was like his uh, his burial or his funeral. What is his name? I only know his yeah, name in Game of Thrones. Um, Boromir. Yeah, Ned Stark. Um, what do you... Game of Thrones is one of the greatest TV series of all time, right? Like, that is Ned Stark. He was... That's him. Alternatively, it's the Lord of the Rings. Game of Thrones... Did, did Lord of the Rings have ice, have an army of ice giants and ice zombies, Reem? Did Lord of the Rings win Best Picture? Yes, Lord of the Rings had an objectively better finale. Cinema film? Okay. Lord of the Rings also had better source material. Um, Can we at least... Okay, let's not get wild here. Can we at least agree that uh, The Hobbit is not as good as Game of Thrones? Yeah, The Hobbit movies were bad, okay? It should have been at most two movies... Okay, 
like two extended edition movies. Let's be clear. But like, <laughs> didn't you do a marathon of like all three? Hobbits yes. Yes. Like, listeners, yeah. listeners, let's abandon this discussion on the ever given and go straight to a chapter of Reem's childhood. That was great. So when I was in the fifth grade, the Hobbit movies were about to come out in a theater near where we lived was about to do a Lord of the Rings marathon of all three extended edition movies. And by about to, I mean like it was nine months out. My dad finds out about this and tells fifth grade Reem, if you read all three of the Lord of the Rings books, I will take you to this. So I did. Listeners, it's awesome, right? One, the best way to watch the Lord of the Rings trilogy is to set aside a whole weekend and just marathon them. But the like best best way to do it is to do it in theater. Um, like period. This is this is one of those like you you know in Inside Out, not Inside Out. Um, wait, was that what was Never. it called the? The, the Pixar movie about feelings was it called Inside Out? Yeah, it was called. It was called. <laughs> it was called Inside Out. Really? Yeah, the kid with like all the emotions in his head. Oh like... my goodness, it was okay. Mm-hmm. Sorry, for some reason that felt wrong. It, it was a girl, I think, was who the main character was. Oh, okay. um, what do you know? Did she say? Because she gets and to in, choose, according to CNN. Out, Jack, Jack. According to CNN, there's no objective way Jack. to determine someone's sex. There's Jack. no agreed upon way. Jack. Biology's just been wrong for thousands of years, but continue. Jack. Come back to the point. This is probably one of my current core memories still is uh, Lord of the Rings movie marathon. So, yeah. Um, other core memories include the LSU Florida game in 2019. Um, story for another podcast. What about uh, the LSU A&M game of 2020? Is that, is that one of your favorite memories? No, Jack, it's not. Um, Shocking. No, it's not. It was cold and rainy and we lost. We? You lost. We. We the Tigers lost. Well, we on this podcast means both of us, and that is a falsehood, Rain. One of us is um, notorious. God okay, me. so what are we talking about? The boat? Okay. Like 13% of world trade goes through the Suez Canal. It's actually cheaper to ship a t-shirt from India to America than it is to ship a t-shirt from South Carolina to Texas. Fun fact, because shipping by boat is just that cheap. Um, and if we if we remove tariffs, t-shirts would be even cheaper. Remove um, tariffs. Fun fact. Like, but so like 13% of global trade goes through the Suez Canal every day. And then it was blocked. Um, yeah, that's what happened. And it was exciting. Jack, trade. <laughs> so on the boat, first of all, there were multiple obvious solutions that I do not know why we're, we're not considered. First, Jedi. Like, get us a Jedi. <laughs> Just lift the boat and move it with the Force. That was, that was not difficult at all. Also, just have the entire population of the city charge the boat at one time and push it. Running full speed. These are obvious solutions. We could have also blown it up. Now, yes, we were able to get it out safely without blowing anything up. But might I ask, where is the fun in that? This was a rather boring rescue. All I saw was some Egyptian engineers chanting, and hey, good for them. What they did was impressive. But we could have blown it up, and I think that would have been exciting. Also, um, 
I know this technology exists because I've watched Despicable Me. We could have just shrunk the boat. <laughs> so really, guys, this was not a hard solve. I know we have tech at Area 51. I don't know why we didn't just use some of that tech. I mean, we're about to get the UFO footage released by the law Trump signed, which I think we can both agree. One of the greatest things Trump did was mandate that UFO info has to be released. And listeners, we will be dedicating the entire show that week to covering UFOs. That, that is a fact of life. I'm ready. Yeah. I'm ready. Good. Yeah, I'm so terrified. I fear nothing more than aliens. We're, we're all going to die. But um, yeah, this boat, for me as a history major, having just taken a World War II class last semester... It made me really happy, and I hope that from their place in hell, Hitler and Mussolini got to see what was going on. Because for six long years, these evil tyrants tried to do everything in their power to stop the Suez Canal from functioning. They took over islands. They bombed the British. They built up their navy. They tried to invent new tech and new weapons. Six long years, one of the most powerful evil nations to ever exist tried to block a canal and they were unsuccessful and all it took was one big boat. So I find it rather humorous that what Hitler and the full might of the Nazi army were unable to accomplish. Thank the good Lord. uh, One boat and a sandstorm was able to figure out for six days. Although I think Churchill would have gone with the blow the boat up option. uh, Knowing Churchill and the situation they were in. But yeah, a very hilarious circumstance. Maybe, 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 and Reem, you'll like this because of your aggressively neutral personality that loves rules. Maybe some rules do exist for a reason. Maybe. And if the Suez Canal people say, hey, don't, don't send your boat through this. It won't go well. Don't, don't, don't send your boat through it. I mean, seems reasonable. But uh, yeah, uh, also just interesting to see how connected the world is. Like, uh... The uh, boat being stuck in the Suez Canal is uh, affecting stock prices in Finland. It's uh, it's crazy how the world works. Anyways, Reem, you have five minutes to ramble on about whatever you choose to ramble on about. What are we rambling on about today? Um. Well, Jack, I've uh, I've thought long and hard about this one. And that's um, what she said. Um, okay. Well played. Um. Thank you. While I'm very tempted to go down a route that would seem uh, conventional for this podcast, what I am going to do is I am going to talk about LSU baseball. Folks, it's a disappointment this season. Okay, look, we got zero SEC baseball last year. Zero. Zero. LSU is supposed to be a good team. We went into the season in the top 15, right? I think we were like 11th at the start of the season. Jack, we are currently having our worst start to SEC baseball play since 1969, okay? Um, Do you know who the LSU baseball coach was in 1969? Uh, No, No, I'm sure you don't. That's fine. Don't worry. I can tell you the Cowboys coach. Our baseball coach in 1969 was Waldrop Smith Lambert. Lambay. I don't even know who that is. Oh, sorry. That was three different coaches. My bad. Um, Goodness. Thank you, Wikipedia. Our baseball coach in 1969 was Jim Smith, who had a losing losing record while at LSU, right? Like, LSU wasn't good. LSU was not good. Um, 
Yeah, Jim Smith. Do you know what Jim Smith like? Jim Smith was bad at like. Oh my goodness, this is annoying. Um, it'd be great if we could like, I don't know, not do this poorly. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. Aggies beat UT, so we got that going for us. Yeah, I did see that, and the horns down was like chef's kiss. Um. It's annoying. I'm starting to understand why LSU fans think we should fire Paul Maneri every year. Like, I, mm-hmm. I'm starting to get it. Um, I will say this. Maybe, maybe, maybe we'll recover. Maybe we can win these next two games against Vanderbilt. Or maybe they'll go like tonight did, where the final score, I think, it was like 1-11 to or 1-13 to or something. Like, it was sad, right? Like, we're not supposed to be getting blown out by teams in the SEC. Look, I know Vanderbilt is number one in the country, but like we should be at least playing them close, right? Like, come on. Come on, Tigers. Okay. Um, in other news, I don't know. Student government's fun. Is that, is that all? Yeah, that's all. All right, I will point out again that baseball is a useless sport that should not be focused on very much, although soccer is not a sport, and it should be hated even more. That's that's my opinion on that. But I want to talk about something else. We're going to take a break from the culture today, and that is a that is another gift to Reem right there. And instead, I want, I want to talk about Wait, Easter. You're not going to talk about the sneakers? No, I'm talking about Easter. Oh, yeah, I will mention real quick. Don't don't buy Easter or buy shoes with upside down crosses and human blood in them. That's a little weird. Um, But yeah, uh, this Sunday is, of course, Easter. Very excited about it. It is my favorite holiday out of all of them. And I would just like to take a moment and focus on it. I feel like we do lose track of the important things sometimes with uh, all the craziness that's going on with uh, COVID and politics and that. It's, a, it's easy to lose track of what really matters. And uh, on this podcast, we do talk about things that are important, like uh, the abortion argument or free trade or how to get Congress back to work. And we often talk about like what's what's important and which days are important. I'll bring up days like July 4th, 1776 and... Uh, Others will bring up August 20th, 1619. But truly, no day is more important in human history than April 5th, 33 AD. For it was on this day that Jesus Christ was resurrected from the dead after being crucified on April 3rd, 33 AD. And it was during this that he took our place and bore our sins and died as a suffering servant so we could be free. And that that's just an amazing thing that I I think we should all like think about and ponder. Like all of us have sinned and fallen short of the glory necessary to be with God and be in heaven and earn eternal salvation. All of us have earned for ourselves eternal damnation and God being all just and all knowing would have been perfectly within his rights to just leave us all to suffer the fate we had deserved for ourselves but instead, because he is also all good and all loving and all merciful, he chose to send his one true son to die for us so that we might have eternal life. And that is just truly an incredible thing. And if you are already a Christian, like I encourage you to go rejoice, go to church and uh, celebrate for what Jesus did for us. It's a truly the most incredible event that happened in human history, and it will not be topped until his second coming. And uh, if you are not yet Christian... I would implore you to uh, read the Bible, uh, think on the matter. Uh, God has given you everything you need to see that he exists. You can feel it in your heart with your feeling of a purpose 
and a feeling of a morality that is objective. Both of those are only possible with a God and he has put that in you. Um, see how you have sinned and fallen short and are in need of a savior. And yeah, just, just examine the scriptures, go to church, ask us questions. We, we got a lot of info for you. And uh, no matter how skeptical you are, or how hostile you are, I assure you that the Bible can withstand the highest levels of scrutiny. So throw everything you got at it and see, see the truth for what it is. But yeah, uh, greatest anniversary of the greatest day ever coming up. So uh, definitely celebrate for that. That's all I got, Ray. Job, Jack. Um, cool. Well, we're coming in under time, so that's exciting. Um, listeners, thank you for tuning in. I'd like to say I'm of the belief that this podcast is at its best when we read things off of the internet and react to them in real time. Um, Speaking of, according to Huffington Post, apparently uh, we do have evidence of an earthquake for 33 AD, just as the Gospel of Matthew uh, said. And that's how exciting. Yeah. So how exciting. Pretty epic. Yeah. Science is cool. Um, science is the best. Give NASA more money. Space pack coming soon. Um, yes. Those are our two messages. Jesus is your savior. <laughs> accept him. Give NASA more money. That's uh, one of those is a little more important, but uh, they're each cool. You can decide which one is more important. Um, one of them is objectively more important. It's the, uh, it's, it's the eternal life one. Na- NASA is impermanent by its nature. So, yeah, listeners, thank you so much for tuning in. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at This Is News Pod. Um, send the episode to a friend who you think may like it. I thought we had a good time on this episode. Um, probably helps that I've calmed down from the last time we recorded. So, yeah. <laughs> Go Tigers. And for This Is News, I'm Ray Mayhem. And I'm Jack Shields. We'll talk to you all soon.